Hello and welcome back to Girls in the Pod, a podcast where we talk all about women empowerment, motivation, inspiration, and many controversial topics that we as women face on the daily. For today's topic, we are going to be talking about the identity crisis that comes when entering womanhood. And this was a pretty um, tricky topic to research and talk about and develop and make just because you could even tell because it took me to it took me way longer than most podcasts to post and to even make but um one of the most powerful statements I saw while researching this topic was this following statement women carry within within themselves the subtle ability to shape men to shape the human race, to direct and redirect the course of human history. The hand that rocks the cradle is the one who rules the world. Womanhood is like a blossoming bud. Think of it as like, think of it, think of yourself as that. Think of yourself as this tiny little flower growing, just barely coming out of the ground. And this flower either come becomes a radiant flower, a radiant, huge, colorful flower, but sometimes it dies out. Um, and we're just like that. Women are just like this one flower. We need to be watered and nurtured for and cared for to become this radiant person in life, to become this radiant, amazing, big, colorful flower. At the end of the day, a well-adjusted woman is the product of a well-adjusted mother and not just a mother perhaps an aunt or an older sister a grandmother a co-worker literally all it takes is one motherly adult figure who is secure and comfortable in her own womanhood to create an amazing woman out of a young girl so think about that for a second who who was that woman for you um who do you think that woman is a woman who who is comfortable and portrays positive self-assurance, um, comfortable in intimacy. And this doesn't just mean sexual intimacy, um, who builds a strong community with other women. You know, a woman that doesn't talk shit about other women, doesn't bring other women down, doesn't um, disempower other women, doesn't make fun of other women. Someone who's mothering and nurturing, confident in her own attractiveness. Um, she's caregiving, emotional and affirming, doesn't humiliate, doesn't just 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 has more of those more positive, powerful qualities in in what you think of an empowered woman. But, you know, I was thinking and it truly becomes tricky because many of us were raised in the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, we were taught things differently than what our society today women should be because our society today is very is it's it's the era or age of um the birth of feminism and um empowering women and this isn't that um and like back then in the late 90s early to the early 2000s you didn't see much of women empowering women you didn't see much of like these type of podcasts so we were raised in the late 90s, early 2000s. At least I was. I was born in 1998, so I was raised around those times, right? Many of those learnings in the late 90s and early 2000s go against the freedom we as women are taught to strive for nowadays. So it's kind of a mindfuck, you know? 
for example, we were raised to be mothers, to nurture and care for our brothers, to perform house chores and cook for the men in the family, to strive for feminine careers, learning to hide and not fight. And these things vary depending on your parents' cultures, religions, or social status, some more restrictive than others. Now, many of those girls born in the late 90s, early 2000s are now in my age. We're all in our mid-20s, late-20s, or perhaps early-20s, and we're just struggling. We're struggling to see who we should be because many of us, again, were, were raised in that era where we were taught who we should be and taught we should be under men and working for men, but now we're blossoming in this age where where feminism is is the age of feminism is born and women are empowering other women and society says women should be strong and we should be empowered badass bitches so now we're struggling we're struggling because we're like okay should I listen should I be who my mom wants me to be when she raised me when I was young should I be who society at that time told me I should be and it's hard you know because as a little girl, those things go so far into your head and you think that's who you should be. And, you know, and it's hard too because many of our moms are inevitably stuck in that phase of, because they were just raised like that their whole lives. It's not like us where we were raised like that partially part of our lives and and then the rest of our lives, like our moms. No, we were taught that for a part of our lives. But now we're being taught different. We're being taught that women women should not cook for men. Or, you know, women should not strive to keep those feminine roles. We should expand our horizons or whatever. As to our moms, they were raised to stay in those woman, womanly roles for their whole lives. You know, they never had that. Perhaps maybe, like, later on in life. Maybe now, you know? But, like, my mom right now, she's in her 50s. And it's hard, you know? Like, she... And I know many of your moms go through this where they're like, oh, ya las mujeres hoy ya no cocinan, ya. Like, they'll, they'll, like, make fun of it. Like, oh, like, women today don't cook. Like, women today don't do this. Women today don't do that. Oh, it's it's how the world is now. Like, you know what I'm talking about? They just make fun of it. And it's so hard to get them to agree with how the world is changing and stuff like that so like for me as a mom um I struggle so much because I want to be who my mom wants me to be sometimes obviously because she's my mom and I want her to be proud of me but like no like I just can't because my mom not my mom I mean myself like I have a son right and she she finds it so wrong that my boyfriend changes his diapers or she finds it wrong that I'll I leave my baby with him like sometimes I want to go shopping by myself and have a girl's day and I'll leave Nico my baby with with his dad and his dad is more than capable to take care of him you know he's I know him I he'll protect him he'll feed him he'll do what it's just I don't know it just it's so mind-blowing to me that my mom thinks that my my boyfriend can take care of him just as well as I can you know and he can I know my boyfriend and so my mom finds it so wrong that I leave him with with his dad sometimes and and I say his dad but like me and him are together so it's even more mind-blowing but and it's stuff like that you know and like sometimes um my boyfriend cooks and I don't cook 
and my mom will make fun of me, of me for that, you know. And sometimes my my boyfriend le sigue la corriente because he knows that I hate that. But he'll like make fun of me. He'll be like, "Oh yeah, she doesn't cook for me." But like truthfully, truthfully, he doesn't care. He doesn't mind. He's just trying to like add fuel to the fire just for shits and giggles. But that's how my mom is, and it's just so so many things like that. But that's not that's only like the fucking tip of the iceberg. Another thing is trauma, and I feel like our age group is better at talking about this and just talking about it like so normally. Like, like I talk about my trauma like if I were talking to you about the most normalist thing in the world, okay? Because it should be normalized, you know. And for someone like my mom, she won't ever open up about that. It's very private. It's very taboo to talk about it. But like, we need to talk about it. You know, we need to talk about it to let it go and to blossom and to become better women for ourselves and other women and for other people around us. You know, um, like for example, um, I I deal with my trauma by talking about it. I just like talking about it. I like. I like letting it out so other people see where I'm coming from and so I'm not bottling it all up and sometimes I want to talk to my mom about it but when I bring stuff stuff when I bring stuff up it's like it's it's like inevitably going to cause an argument like I don't know why like I'll talk the peacefulest way ever to my mom or whoever like that's older that that's around her age and they just will not go for it they'll think I'm trying to start an argument or something or they'll think of it as disrespectful and that's just so weird you know and that causes an identity identity crisis because you're like okay well should I fucking talk about it should I not and this this and that you know so I feel like I don't know I wish and it makes me sad because I'm like dude my mom has so much potential if she just let all this trauma go my mom could be such an amazing person my mom is missing out in so much beauty in life just by not letting go of her trauma and it makes my heart hurt you know because I wish she could see the world as I see it I wish she could let go and put all her barriers down and just love and and love her family and be around her family but no it just does not happen and it's because of her age and stuff so and by her age I mean it's just that age group will not think of it as normal to talk about her their stuff you know and you know I should have said this way at the beginning but symptoms that you're going through an identity crisis big or small are things like you're questioning who you are um, with maybe certain areas in your life maybe your relationships your age your career um, you're experiencing great personal conflict due to um questioning of who you are or what role you play in your society you know um many times a lot of girls my age including myself uh feel that we could have done more with our lives or or if certain stuff didn't happen we could have been somewhere else in life and that happens to me a lot you know and my boyfriend always has to talk to me to ch- like call me da- call me down because i had such big aspirations for myself before i got pregnant and then when I got pregnant, I obviously had a lot a lot of that stuff go due to timing or maybe financial restraints. But I sometimes get really sad. Which is one of the most normalest things in the world. And honestly, I'm 
at, I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I did go through an identity crisis because of that, but I'm at a point where I'm grateful that it played out that way because it turns out that I didn't want to go into that career anymore. I, I probably just fell in, out of love with it and I went a completely different like path, which I love. Um, but yeah, and things happen for a reason sometimes, you know? But many of these symptoms can come with like depressed moods or feelings of hopelessness or worthlessness. You can get um, serious feelings of like feeling left out, um, loss of interest, um, loss of motivation or issues with concentration or energy levels and sleep and stuff like that. That's how you know you're having an an, an identity crisis. It just feels like you're kind of stuck somewhere and not really knowing what you're doing with your life or feeling for me, it felt like I just wanted to cry all the time because I felt like I wasn't making my mom proud. I felt like I, I let myself down. And it was certainly, like, just a couple weeks that I went through that. I just really had to talk my feelings out. And the only person I talked my feelings out with was with my boyfriend. And he was more than enough reassuring and talked me out of my head because it's sometimes just that. it's the, it's You're just in your head too much. You're just, like comparing yourself to other people your age you're comparing yourself to who your mom wants you to be you're comparing yourself to all these different things or factors and it makes you question who you are I feel I feel like a great way to get yourself out of that like funk is truly just to ask yourself like some fundamental questions that like ground you back to earth and ground you back and get you just get you out of that deep ass area in your head like what qualities and characteristics define you like those positive qualities and characteristics that you love about yourself that you're developing within yourself um how has this changed over the years like for me I can say that I've honestly grown as a person and I tell my mom this all the time I'm like mom obviously I moved out five years ago four years ago I think four or five from your house and you have not seen how I've grown obviously your mentality is still stuck and when I was living with you and you think I'm still like that, but I'm not. And it's hard for her to imagine that, you know, but I see my, my growth. My boyfriend sees my growth. I've, I've grown up with my boyfriend because I moved in with my boyfriend. As soon as I got pregnant, I was 21 and I was a completely different person. My, my interests and the, the stuff I found important were completely different to what I find important now. And it's just mind-blowing to me because at 21, I really truly cared what other other people thought about me and wanted to impress other people. And now at 25, I'm just really focused on, is my baby happy? Am I happy? What do I want to do with the rest of my life? You know, and I wasn't thinking shit like that at 21. I was more worried about what I was doing at the moment, if I looked cool doing it, and that's it, you know? And... And it was fucked up, but, like, obviously, everyone goes through that shit. Everyone has to go through some shit to grow up. And for me, it was definitely getting out of my comfort zone comfort zone of living with my parents and that restrictive stage of, de- like, it was just not a great time for me. And I just truly, truly grew up a lot. You know, it's asking yourself, again, those questions. What qualities and char- characteristics define you and how has that changed over the years? Um... If you're experiencing a major life change, 
How have things changed for you? Are you content content with these changes? How can you cope with these new things that are occurring? If you're not happy with where you're at, why are you not doing anything to change? Like, ask yourself those those very hard questions to answer sometimes. And when you when you do when you do that again, you get yourself out of that very deep area in your, that you are in your head. So, like, if you're experiencing a major life change, like. I never asked myself that and now I find that if I asked myself that when I was going through an identity crisis I could have probably figured out a little more stuff and got myself out of that funk because I was going through a major life I was going through hella major life changes I moved out of my parents I got pregnant there was my body changed I was just going through a ton of stuff that are obviously going to fuck with my head you know so just you just always have to ask yourself that and just figure out where all these problems are stemming from. I I saw this like very interesting quote, not quote, but a statement on an article that says, you don't necessarily have to have the perfect job, but if you aren't doing anything fulfilling in your life, then this might be, this might be the reason why you feel like you're in a crisis. Um, are you doing anything that makes you happy? What gives your life a sense of purpose and joy, you know? And again, it's coming back to that podcast of romanticizing your life. Are you doing anything to romanticizing to romanticize your life? Are you doing those little things that bring sense of joy and purpose into your life, you know? Like, my life used to consist of being a mom and going to work. That was it going to mom and going to work before going to work being a stay-at-home mom 24 7 and working out but I didn't work out out of joy I worked out out of the the need to change my body and as of recently not as of recently but like about a year into working out my whole mentality shifted as to why am I working out do I really want it do I do I enjoy it and I just turned my whole mentality around it and I started to enjoy it I started to do it do it out of fun rather than out of necessity to change my body um, I started joining like I started hanging out with my friends more I started hanging out with other people more I started doing community groups I started doing um, groups for women like on Facebook and stuff and it's just crazy how my life did a whole 360 because when I had barely given birth to my son, I maybe had two friends and I would barely go out. And now my life is literally the complete opposite. Like, like I have a ton of friends. I have many, many girlfriends I talk to. My friend Nasha and I, we did a women, we made a group, a, a face, a woman, women's Facebook group just solely for healthy talk for what we're doing to help ourselves to pr practice self-love to practice um health nutrition and health for our bodies uh what are we doing to just love ourselves you know and this group truly brought many amazing women into my life like every month we do a group chat and in this group chat we have at least either 8 to 20 girls and right now and the one we have is like 20 girls and I didn't have that back then you know and it's that building a community of women and I've truly done that for myself and that has helped me truly find a fulfilling um, sense of joy 
and how I'm living, you know? Like, that makes me... Like, I could have the shittiest fucking day in the world, but this group chat, like, brings a sense to joy to me, you know? And it's just finding stuff like that. It's finding stuff that gives you purpose day to day. Um, I I also um, started playing tennis. I also started running. Like, I just... It's those little freaking things that make you look forward to your day and reassure you who you are and what you like truly truly like doing out of pure joy i also learned to ignore internal and external judgment um and i did that mostly with with my mom um because i just know things are always gonna either take a wrong turn with her or they're just going to be something I don't want to hear and it's going to make me sad. So I just pushed that out of my life. I don't even look for it anymore. I don't even talk about stuff I know that is going to trigger her. I just ignore it. And I even, I've like Googled extensively what to do about our situation sometimes. And most of them say, just ignore it. This person will not grow. They don't want to grow. Leave it and just ignore it. So I do. And life's been better, to be honest. Um, I talk about those things with my boyfriend, which I guess is trauma dumping and stuff, but he's okay with that, and he gives me the right advice for that, you know? Um, Just because you're of a certain age or gender or cultural group doesn't mean that you need to follow along if you no no longer believe in what you're following, you know? You get me? Um, many of the times, social pressures, um, your age, again, those cultural group, gender, make you feel like you should be following along certain things those groups are doing. Or maybe the popular group you used to hang out with, or maybe people that you used to hang out with are following beliefs and doing things that you no longer want to do. Don't let that ever influence you too, because... That is going to cause an identity, for sure, an an identity crisis in you. Because obviously, if you're doing something you truly don't want to do out of fear of missing out, out of fear that other people are going to judge you or not accept you, you're definitely going to get identity crisis. Um, your self perception is more is more important to your overall well being and spending time and energy on on like judgmental thinking will get you nowhere. It may take it may, it, it may it it may take time for the people you love to understand any changes you make, but you'll be happier in the in long term if you're your true self. And again, many of the things they say are so corny, but y'all, it's so true. Like you got to really like do some self-work, some whatever the fuck that's called it's not shadow work is it (laughs) some self-work practice some self-love and figure out what you truly love to do and it'll it'll have you it'll give you a sense of a fulfilling life and again if you think you're going through an identity crisis these are seven common signs that you're going through it you have low self-esteem, you're questioning your value or your self-worth, you feel lost or aimless, um, you don't feel a sense of purpose or understand your values, 
you were emotionally scattered, you have increased feelings of insecurity and increased feelings of anxiety or depression, those are all signs that you are definitely going through an identity crisis, which again is not a bad thing. You just need to find something that brings you fulfillment and fulfillment and joy to your life.